welcome from the deep. I am like the finder. And I'm giving up. You're gonna get your shit together and you're gonna do it right, or so help me God. Or so help me God. Okay. <sighs> okay, Just I'm I'm roll with it. I'm a very disappointed book of Brett. And today we're gonna be doing a Halloween movie. What? It's after Halloween, you say? I don't care. Get over it. It's fine. Who's the bipolar one? We're posting it after Halloween, and the movie is Cobweb, and it's a Halloween-based movie. I don't care! I would love to know what your neighbors think when we do these. Oh, it's no worse than when I play video games. It's fine. Today we are doing Cobweb from 2023. It is rated R. It is an hour and 23 minutes. 28 minutes, I'm sorry. And I don't know much about this other than when I saw the preview for this, I saw it once and I thought that looks really fun. And it was in the theater for like what feels like a week. And so I just yeah, straight up missed it. There was no advertising yeah. for this movie. Not only was there no advertising, they then released it against Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. So it kind of this this movie kind of got buried in the whole hype that was Barbenheimer, whatever the fuck they're calling it, got it online. Buried like a dog turd in the backyard. Yeah. And so I think that a lot of people didn't really know this thing existed until it hit streaming services. What was that last month? Like September, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I uh, I originally watched it like right when it came out, because this was actually something Brittany was excited about. I don't know how she heard about it. She's not in here for me to verbally abuse her, but I do not know how she heard about this. But I remember when she uh, she mentioned it, we we did end up watching it. Um, I had to rewatch it because I was very drunk when she wanted to watch this. As you are most of the time. As I am most of the time, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. no, I, I was working at a bar at 11.30 a.m. today. Yay! Working. I was working, shut up. He was working? I was wor I was, marketing your OnlyFans foot page is still working. Fair enough. But yeah, uh, I, this this movie straight up flew under the radar. Like I said, I was excited about this movie. A because I, I, I like Lizzie Kaplan. She's yeah, always pretty good in and basically everything I've seen her in. She was awesome um, in Party Down. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she's really good um, in Party Down. And that was actually probably the first time I ever saw her in anything. Um, and then like like I said, this was in theaters for like a week, and I wanted to see it, but I saw Oppenheimer that week instead of Cobweb, which I do not regret even a little no, bit i'm no. re really you, glad you made, I, the, you made the right choice yeah so um this thing is like kind of i don't know if this is unknown or not i don't know how many people even know this movie exists but what i do know is that i love the idea behind it brett do you want to go ahead and give us a synopsis of cobweb from 2023 so badly. This movie is about an anglerfish made out of human hair that goes hunting for her brother. Okay, I, that's that's pretty good. How many, no, 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 think about it. How many people in this movie see her hair and go, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the weirdest part of this movie. And then die. No, no, this is a, this is a movie about a little boy named Peter who is uh, raised in a very, very shitty home environment. Um, who begins hearing things in the house, uh, first in his room, then around, shut up, cat! And then he begins to realize that it is not in his imagination. <laughs> and, and then he uh -huh. uh, starts to realize what's actually going on, and we, uh, we get to find out with him. 
but I like the anglerfish synopsis better. If we jump over to the podcast drive-in with IMDb here, Cobweb from 2023 rated R an hour and 28 minutes. That is such a good screenshot. Yeah, it is. Uh, directed by Samuel Bowden, which um, if we look at his IMDb page is actually kind of unknown uh, as far as my world goes. Um, Marianne, did you see Marianne? It's a TV series. Uh, no. He also did Tank, which was a TV miniseries. Uh, Lazy Company, another TV series. There's a short Nuya. Uh, Batman Ashes to Ashes, which I actually did hear was pretty good, but that was like back, fact, in, back in 2009. Fun fact, Seth Rogen produced this because he found time away from his shitty overpriced pothead paraphernalia. Yeah, so that's that's one. Of, that's actually the first thing on my list. Um, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen own a production company, and they actually produce a shitload of movies. Yeah, um, they do. And this is one of them. Cobweb uh, was produced by those two. It was written by Chris Thomas Devlin, stars Lizzie Kaplan, Anthony Starr, and Cleopatra Coleman. The one-sentence synopsis on IMDb says, An eight-year-old boy tries to investigate the mysterious knocking sounds that are coming from the inside walls of his house. Because unveiling it's an anglerfish. <laughs> unveiling. Yeah, because, yeah, unveiling a dark secret that his sinister parents have kept hidden from him. I just, so, I have this wonderful image of my, in my head of just an oversized anglerfish just bonking into the walls. And he's just trying to figure out where it's come, coming <laughs> from because it's big old teeth are just click clacking against the inside I, I, of the walls. I was at Epcot last weekend and the anglerfish on the Nemo ride was broken. And so every time you're saying that, I'm imagining the anglerfish from Nemo like twitching. <laughs> so anyway, was not it, relevant was at all. jaw just like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like it's on like a big mechanical arm and it was like kind of like wigging out a little bit, like kind of doing the weird robotic wig out oh thing. Oh, God, they gave the monster <laughs> methamphetamines. This was my first time watching this. Have you seen this before? Uh, I have. I saw this. You said, uh, back oh, in, yeah, that's yeah. right. You said you yeah, saw it. I saw it this back in uh, September, but okay. I did not remember a ton of it. OK, well, I'm dying to know what you think about this because I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. Yeah, so, I do too. Um, I really, really liked the first 90% of this movie. Um, I think it was really well crafted. Um, I don't think it necessarily, there's nothing like hyper creative or original about it, but what it does do, except the ending, is executed really, really well. I think um, it does a really good job. It's executed job. except the ending well? Is that what yes. you meant? Okay. Yes. Okay. It does a really good job of not of not really making it clear who the real monster is in this movie. Is it the person inside the walls? Is it the parents? Is it, you know, is it all in his head? We don't really it does a really good job of kind of keeping you guessing through that whole thing. Yeah. As I said, though, nothing about this is, like, original. Yeah, um, it definitely feels like a lot of other horror movies, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really, really does. Um, I don't want to get into the ending just yet. Um, yeah, yeah, but we'll I get will into say, spoilers here in a little yeah. bit, but for now we're going to talk spoiler-free because there's a, I, there's a couple things in here that if you haven't seen this movie that if you know going into them it's going to completely ruin this movie. So we're going to talk spoiler free for now. And we will give a spoiler warning before we start spoiling things. 
I do think if you really want to like kind of dive deep into what's going on in this movie, I think there's actually something to be found here uh, in the realm of um, a broken home, um, keeping kids in the dark, keeping your kids at bay at a distance, um, not really having a connection with your kids. I really do think there is something to be said here on a deeper level. Um, and I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I don't know if maybe. Yeah, it definitely. I'm, I might be projecting <laughs> a little bit here. But no, so no, that's no. It's that's, possible. That's definitely in there for sure. Uh, there, There is definitely something to be found here on a deeper level, which is why, again, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm just going to say when the ending happened, it's why I was so unbelievably disappointed, frustrated, and flabbergasted. Yeah, so I mean, I, I pretty much agree with all of that. I think the cinematography throughout this entire thing is phenomenal. The lighting is also phenomenal. I think that opening montage with the kid being picked on and stuff like that is so well shot. And throughout the mm -hmm. entire movie, there's so many good shots in this film. Um, and, and I'm going to go ahead and back up what you said with the the first hour, it's phenomenal in my eyes. Um, this was on a on its way to a nine. And then yep, 100%. the last 20 minutes happens and it really feels like um, they kind of backed themselves into a corner writing wise and didn't really know where to go with it. And so they kind of threw every idea that they had at the script all at the same time and they needed more bloodshed without because otherwise there'd be very few deaths in this movie. Um, and so it, it kind of feels like they were like toward the end, like we're a horror movie, right? Don't we need like <laughs> horror movie? Tropes? Well, and that's, that, that's the thing though, is like for a good, for the first like 30 minutes of this movie, it's a thriller. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we, and then do it tries get... too hard to become a horror movie. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It about halfway through, we start getting our horror elements that are good. Yeah. And then for the last 20 minutes, I don't even think they wrote themselves into a corner because so much of what's in there, the elements of a good ending are in there. It's, I just, I feel like it's almost like they gave up because the direction they were going was a good direction. And then it was almost like somebody making a wedding cake and then, and then halfway through, they just started smoking crack and going, oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need to do this. Yeah, Ooh, but this, we need is, to do this. this is what I mean when I say they wrote themselves into a corner because they got the, this, the, this far with the parents being crazy assholes. And then we get to the dinner scene. And again, we're not going to spoil stuff right now, but the, the dinner scene is a real turning point in this movie. Um, yeah. And and f I even love that scene a lot. But yeah. everything that happens after the dinner scene mm -hmm. is, again, I, they wrote themselves into a corner, I feel like, and they did not know what to do because yeah. it's so strong up to that point that it... And then it takes such a hard left turn that you're like, wait, what the what the fuck is this even about now? Yep. I love the idea of somebody whispering to this kid when he's in bed and yep. him not knowing who it is. Is it in his head? Is it all psychological? I love the thriller side of this movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to push more towards a horror movie, which to be fair is what I was expecting it to be. But I feel like maybe 
maybe I went into this with different expectations of what it actually was because the trailer is not a good representation of what this movie is. Like the boy. Yes, exactly. It really has a lot of those same vibes and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing, but when we get past the dinner scene, all hell breaks loose and not in a way that makes sense to the rest of the film. Like it's so fucking weird. I mean, I wouldn't, Wow, I don't know what happened there. Um, I wouldn't say that... What, that look off your face. I wouldn't say that it necessarily... It's not that it doesn't make sense, because I think what happens in the dinner scene does make sense. No, everything only, after that. That's oh, what I'm talking about. Everything after that. I would say elements of it don't make sense. Again, I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to realize that what I thought was a very big issue with the end of it is actually, apparently I did not have as big of an issue with the ending as you did, or not the same issues with the ending that you did, because I think the direction it goes is good, or, or at least is um, uh, makes sense within the construct of everything else. I think the best way of summing up the ending of this movie is it is a classic example of things just going off the rails. Yeah. It's a Clyde, that, that's the best way, because that's a phrase that I feel people use a lot. I feel like it's an overused phrase, especially in like movie critiques. But this is a movie where the ending goes completely off the rails. That's, because up until, up until it's then. It's so good up to that point. It's so it does, good. It does such a good job of one of the things I thought this movie did so well up until the end was building tension on like a Hitchcockian level. Yeah, I mean the the, tension's uh, uh, so good and it's creepy too. Like you don't know what's happening but not only is it filled with tension but they also are able to make it so creepy and and scary almost. And again with the the direction and and the cinematography and the lighting, all of it is so fucking good until that last 20 minutes that the the last 20 minutes made me feel completely different about this movie than I would have had it gone in a different direction. So I agree with what you're saying, whereas the direction of it is is right. Um, but the problem is the first half of this movie doesn't set up any rules that would allow the ending to happen in a believable way. And right. so when the, when, the, when the end happens, it just feels so out of left field because we haven't been prepped for anything like that so far. So I feel like the I, I feel like the ending is an on-screen representation of how the cast and crew feel on the last week of filming a movie, which is um, are we done yet? And it just feels like that across the board. Even the the cinematography and stuff gets kind of lazy, and and all of there it. There's a like, couple good shots in there though. Toward the end, e- yeah. yeah, yeah. The rest of it, the rest, the of, rest of it I, is I, I'm oddly you, different than everything else yes. that comes before it. What I meant, what I meant by that is there are a few good shots at the end. There that scene are a where she's ton crawling, ton of good shots, dude. When she's the, crawling the down the, the fucking tunnel or the well, yeah, the, well, the little gated th- hole. Oh, let's let let let's talk about the monster in this. Uh, we're not going to give away who or what the monster is in this yet, but I am sick and tired of every supernatural creature moving the same way in horror movies. I am. Over it. 
Amen. Every single fucking one looks like it. They look like they're being worked on with a chiropractor <clears throat> that's invisible. That's how every monster in horror movies moves now. It's like they're popping. And I get it. It was really, really cool in 2009. It was really cool. I get that. But I would be so happy to go back to if we could just go back to early 2000s, like The Ring. The way uh, Sinsara or Samara or whatever her name is in the ring. That's my idea of like a really cool in-between from what we got before mid the early 2000s to what we've still gotten now for the last like 15 years. Because it's almost like that like teleporting to different spots, but still moving slowly in a creepy way. And I'm just, I feel like everything, even though they're not literally crab walking, it, it, although she fucking crab walks in this, I, I, I really yep. feel like I, I'm just, maybe I'm alone in this. Maybe other people I'm, I'm I, I can tell by the, how you're reacting that you agree with me, but I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm, I don't know how else they should move, but well, I'm it's tired that, of them all moving the same. It's that same. What do they call those people that can move their contortionists? Contortionists. It's, that, it, it's like they're hiring the same contortionists to do every single monster lately. Mm-hmm. And they all you're right. They all move the, in the in the exact same way. They all have super long hair. They all wear white dresses, and and it's just it, all of it runs together, and none of it feels important or original. Because no, it almost takes me out of it at this point. The moment the monster comes on screen, I was like, I've seen this before, dozens, mm-hmm. dozens of times. Mm-hmm. So I have no. This is not scary to me anymore. Uh, on the side note, I do love how long it takes them to actually show the monster's yes. face. Yes. that is something they do super well, and they they build tension, like you were saying, by not showing the monster's face through a whole movie almost. And I love that because there are and then several we get venom. Yeah, it's it's a little too Gollum esque for me, like it, it almost to a point that it's silly. Um, like <laughs> it, just, it almost felt ridiculous, slapping it with a rotten fish. <laughs> like I, I just the moment I saw the monster's face, I was like, oh, that's okay. That's where we're at now, huh? That doesn't feel good. Let's pull out a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? From here on out, I think we should talk spoilers. But before we do that, do you want to do you want to say if you think that this movie is worth watching or not first? And then we'll move into spoilers and then we'll do our ratings on this movie there. This movie is definitely worth watching. Uh, I, I, I still believe this movie is worth watching. Um, just, you know. Reserve your expectations for the end, but enjoy the ride until then, because there's a really, really fun ride to be had in here until the ending. And the ending is not enough to completely ruin this movie. It does not completely ruin this movie, but it drops it down a few pegs. Like that, like, like, that, like this is a this is a really, really fun ride. And then at the end, it's like a roller coaster that coasts into the station for a little bit too long. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, for me, I think all of the production elements in this are phenomenal. The music, which we haven't even touched on, is great. Yeah. The music is so damn good. And well, you I mix- purposefully have not been focusing too much on the thematic elements because I feel like 
Every time we every time we do one of these, it's the lighting was good, the cinematography was good. So I mm, really no, because I, I I think this is head and shoulders above most of the other modern horror movies, lighting and cinematography wise. Oh, true. Because, yeah, absolutely. Because the I was constantly throughout the entire movie like, God damn, look at the the symmetry and the fucking composition, like the whole movie. And and when that dinner scene happens at the beginning of it, the fuck they do the goddamn turn with every it's so perfect with what happens in that scene and and it is the dp killed it it's so yeah. fucking good it's so fucking good the music is great but the gaffer killed it the title card is also phenomenal i love the title card in this movie it is so strong up until the last 20 minutes and while i do yep. agree with you that it's great up until that point i disagree where you say it doesn't completely ruin this movie it does bring it down a couple pegs, like you said, but I think it brings it down significantly, and it's a real miss for me. Yeah. It's, um, it really is a hard, hard miss. Before we get into spoilers, I do want to say one of the most satisfying scenes in this movie is the bully getting what he deserves. For sure, yeah. And this is coming from somebody, like, like when, we won't get too much into it, but I was one of those kids that was taught to stand up to your bullies, and I always did, and so I didn't have a huge problem with bullies when I was growing up, but I can fully understand the satisfaction of just fucking your bully up and this is, I, I'm not going to lie, I literally laughed out loud when they show that kid's broken leg. I laughed like a maniac. I was like, ha, good, you fucker. What a <laughs> psychopath you are. Oh, my God. Like, good, the nine-year-old's really getting what's coming to him. <laughs> you goddamn prepubescent bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I would also say this movie is worth watching if you're into thriller and or horror. It's got some really, really great Halloween vibes. Yeah. Um, this is a great light. Halloween movie. Huh? Light. Light yeah, Halloween it, vibes. Yeah, it is light on the Halloween, but it but it definitely is there, especially the when she says Happy Halloween at the end. Um, <laughs> I, I love that. And, and the scene where you just hear in the background, trick or treat, go away! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's I, like the one funny part of this movie, and it's <laughs> done in passing so well. This is something I will definitely <laughs> be watching again. Yeah. Um, because I think knowing what's coming, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting on a second watch. So, and there's enough, and there's enough leading up to the ending to enjoy too. Especially all of it's really good too. It's yeah. uh, the idea is strong. The acting is strong. All of it really pulls together in a really good way. But what I want to do is get into spoilers from here on out. So if you haven't seen this, um, you know, I would go ahead and leave now, but for those who have, we're going to get into spoilers from here on out. So I love the twist with the parents because you can tell yes. that they're not great people, but you can't quite put your finger on why. I feel like yep. the teacher really, really says it well, where she's like, something's kind of off about the mom. And you can yep. tell she, the mom is really repressed and, and uptight. Oh, and Lizzie Kaplan does Psycho so well. Yeah, she does. And I feel like... Um, the dad is also, you can tell there's something really creepy about him, but you just don't, you can't quite put your finger on it. And they do such a good job at giving you hints of what's coming. And then this you find out, bag in real life. 
Is he? Yeah, dude, he's a fucking asshole. Last year, last year, I do, I do want, I want to mention this because he's a fucking prick. Last year, that motherfucker got in trouble for assaulting a chef in a pub in, I think, Spain because he was drunk and bumping into people. And then the chef got assaulted. Anthony Starr's a prick. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. I had to get that out because I read, I read that about him and I was like, oh. Yeah, uh, here it is. Boys actor. Oh, yeah, this is the guy from The Boys. That's right. Yeah. The Boys actor Anthony Starr arrested in Spain for allegedly assaulting a chef. And now, chefs have enough to deal with without this pompous bitch coming in and smacking him around. Yeah. That's... But he's great in this movie. Uh, does it say... It doesn't, you're not gonna find. You're not gonna find out what was said. No, no, no. I don't care about that. Um, oh, he hit him with a glass too. By the way. Really? Or he? he yeah, yeah, yeah. What he hit him fuck? with a glass. Yeah, yeah. He's an asshole. I see. I know him from this. Like this is how I'm yeah. used to seeing him. And the first time yeah. I saw him, I was like, I know him, but I can't quite place him. And now yeah, that you say a, that, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, that's what it he, is. He's one of those. Do you know who I am? Kind of guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but when that the when the scene happens where they take they take the kid down to the basement, you're just like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. And they give you yep. just enough evidence of them being shitty parents to to feel a real sense of like, I figured this out, even though it's kind do of in you, the open. Do you think that they're shitty parents or do you think that they're being overly protective from a girl who has already made another neighborhood girl disappear? Well, that's not what happened, according to the sister. The sister said they killed her. Oh, because the, oh, the trick or treater right. saw the sister. And so that's they killed the right. trick or treater to hide okay. or to cover up the fact that the, that the sister was even in the house. They didn't trick or treat her very well, did they? <laughs> <laughs> that, was yeah. pretty, that one was pretty good. Thank I like you. that one. Um, but, but yeah, I think the scene where they take him down into the basement and they leave him there. I also, I, they definitely hint that the, that the dad is beating the son, but they don't actually show any of it. Um, which is fine. I just wish that it would be a little bit more clear on whether they're only locking this kid up in the basement. Um, or they're also like actually physically abusing the kid because I, it's hard to tell, but well, it's what okay. they brought him happy, sad face cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's that's the the thumbnail on IMDb. Like you said, it's so good. Yeah. It's that's I just love, such a good thumbnail. I, I just I love how they're like Happy Halloween, like it's like Happy Birthday. Like, yeah, like like I I was raised in a family that like went ape shit over the holidays, including Halloween. I don't remember Halloween cupcakes as like a as like a blow out the candles kind of event, but she does come in like happy that's a, Halloween. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that she's just trying to make up for how shitty of a parent she knows she's being. She's yeah. of the two. She's the one that actually feels like she has some sense of reality and that she's she knows what they're doing fucked is up fucked up. Is. Yeah. And, and decides to go along with it anyway. And all of yeah. that leads into the dinner scene that we were talking about earlier, where the kid decides to poison the parents. Um, that is a satisfying ass scene too. And the way oh, it plays yeah. out with him slowly figuring it out. I love that. He's not like, stop eating it right now. Whenever he sees the mom continue to eat it. Cause he's not quite sure. 
And yeah. it just, dude, it's such a, that dinner scene is so fucking strong. Well, and I was really worried that they were going to like do some like nonverbal exposition here. Um, I was afraid they were going to like zoom in on like a bottle of arsenic or like when they go in on the shed, I was like, okay, stop at the shed. And then a part of me was like, they're going to show some bag of fertilizer to like really drive it home. But it's done so elegantly. Yeah. And the way that it amplifies the door slamming outside because you yeah. know that kid, you, you they never say it, but you know that the, the dad would never leave that door open. And yep. you know instantly because that door is open that the kid left it open because yep. they set that up with the ball earlier, leaving the, the toys out and everything else. It's so fucking well done. Yep. <laughs> And then, and that's where the positive <laughs> comments stop. And then the last 20 minutes happens. And I was kind of, here's the thing. The teenagers, so stupid, the teenagers, um, of the kid's leg that he broke They're his cousins, I guess. Um, Cousin I, and friends, I yeah. can, I can go ahead and believe that he, that kid would be pissed off enough to, to sick a couple teenagers after the family. Yep. I can believe that bullies be bullying, but. Okay, I'm just, you know what, since we're in spoilers, I'm just going to read my Letterboxd review and this will, this will help spell out kind of how I feel about it. This is so close to being good. And then the last 20 minutes felt like they wrote themselves into a corner, didn't know how to end it, and threw every idea they had. The teenagers at the end feel unnecessary and are only there for a higher body count. And the sister is too Gollum-esque and ends up being kind of silly looking because of it. I really wanted to like this and I loved it up until the last 20 minutes. So everything that we have said so far about how good it is and how interesting it is and, and filled with tension all falls apart at the last 20 minutes. And it is because... These teenage for me, I, I can't speak for you, obviously, but for me, these teenagers show up and instantly when they do that shot of showing their backs up against the house or uh, with them standing in front of the house with their backs to us um, instantly, I was like, oh, no, don't we don't need this. This is no, unnecessary. You, you, you could you could have achieved the exact same effect with just the teacher coming to check on him. Bring cops with the teacher or something, oh which would have made way I, more okay. sense. It drove no, me no. crazy. She did never call the police. That's, that's where I get to start reading something because I have one line that sums up the entire last scene with the teacher in it. Just leave and come back with the fucking cops. Yeah. Yep. Just go. Just leave. Now, I get it. She's a teacher. She's really concerned for the kid or whatever. She doesn't know what's going on. But, dude, this whole last scene with the teacher is frustrating because she has the phone in her hand. And this is where the, the, the anglerfish analogy came into my head because she's got the phone in her hand. She's about to call 911. And then she sees the hair. And she's just like. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what's leaves. that? <laughs> and then she leaves and goes and follows it. And then all hell breaks loose that yeah. doesn't need to break loose. And the kid is yelling, run, 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 run. And she's just going, no, 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 no. Like the whole end of this movie is preposterous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I definitely agree. And it's this is why so I was 
This is why I was saying well, earlier, they do nothing. They do such a good job at setting up little things like, you know, the dad wouldn't leave that door open and you know, the kid would. So instantly you're able to jump to the conclusion of the kid put that sh put the poison right. into the food. And then at the end, they didn't do like I said before, they didn't do anything to set up how crazy no. the end is going to get. And so it just feels so well, and like, another part, like when they're finally running out the door, she grabs him by she grabs him by the hair at the front door. She was just in a wall. How did <laughs> she get me, out so quickly? Even There's before a, she before the kid gets grabbed, the fact that the teacher ran out before him, I was like, "What are you doing? You're the adult. Why the yeah. fuck are you not letting the child escape first? You they, know why? That the sister That's clearly it. wants more. That's a classic, nar did you know that's a classic narcissist thing to do? To walk in front of people and not look behind to see if they're still there. It's a classic narcissist thing to do. I definitely believe that. Yeah, no, but like that's the thing is, and, and the reason her being able to get to the door so quickly is ridiculous to me is because there are two exits out of the walls and they're both on the top fucking floor. Yeah, but she moves really fast, bro. Right, but she's still human, apparently. And she's, by the way, I love this line. I spent years learning how to learning how to climb. Okay, I can see that taking a while. I, t I t spent years learning how to bite. That is a natural thing for you to know how to do. You should already know how to do that. Shouldn't have taken that long. Yeah, like what? Are, what is she practicing on? Right. Exactly. And then and and then the fact the fact that she has the strength to walk to crawl down the walls to descend into a cellar via the walls. But then a nine year old can just pull her back in. And by the way, whenever whenever she's being pulled back and she's in that crab walk, she's in that crab walk stance the whole time. I'm just thinking, Miss Divine. Kick her in the crotch because her leg, she's back like this. Her legs are splayed open. And it's just like, dude, put her in the cut. Come on. Kick her back into the hole. Give her the and old just, punt cunt. The, the old cut punt. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's it's dumb as fuck and it gets so, it's so stupid. stupid. It's so dumb. And I, oh, as I was watching it, I was like, you were on your way to like a nine. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't understand where this is coming from. And, and here's the other thing. She presumably carved that hole in the wall. Yeah. Why didn't she just do that to a wall that leads outside? Oh my God. You know, it's even worse that the teacher is able to take a fireplace instrument and break an entire Thank wall you. down by the time it I, takes the sister to get from in the hole to the yeah. end of the room that she was being kept in. But I, you know, I, I, and they just so cut I to it. It's a little hole. She's chopping into it. They cut to the sister and they cut back and it's just this giant hole. The kid can just walk out of. I, I was so <laughs> tempted to grab a fire poker and actually do an experiment on my wall, but then I remember I rent. But I really, really wanted to just be like, I wonder how long that would take. Because I live in a very at, old house. At least an I, hour. At I, least. I live in a very old house. And I remember when this happened, I, I mentioned this to Brittany. I said, she's doing this with a fire poker. 
And Brittany goes, well, it's an old house. And out loud, and now this is going to sound like I scream at my wife, but she understands I'm just loud. When Brittany said it's an old house, I went, no, no. I don't care how old the house is. That's a fire poker. Yeah. I, it makes holes this big. Just, I don't understand why it couldn't have been an axe. Like, give the teenagers an axe. Give one of them an axe. Or, or better yet, use the fucking baseball bat. Because a blunt instrument would work on shitty old walls too. Yeah. Anything but that tiny little... Hey, you know what? We're focusing on too much. I, the ending of this pissed me off so much because I was enjoying this so fucking much before the last 20 minutes. And I don't understand what the fuck anyone was thinking. The writer, the director, the actors, they were all okay with this. And they thought, yeah, that'll probably work out. And I, I, maybe this is giving myself and you too much credit. I feel like if had either one of us read this script, we would have been like, um, I have questions. Many, many questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also feel though us being us, it would have been dismissed without an afterthought. Oh, for sure. For sure. But like, I still feel like <gasps> I just, I sorry. No, that was just to inject a little bit of humility, a little <laughs> bit of humility into that. No, I, I honestly feel like anybody with half a brain would have, or yeah. at least anybody that's super into horror or thrillers for that matter, could have read this and been like, what the fuck is that ending? What well, the fuck fair, is that? To be fair, to uh, reference our last episode, most movie goers nowadays do only have half a brain. And so I feel like they were like, nah, this will be fine. This will be fine. This has a 2.9 out of 45,000 reviews. Oof. On Letterboxd. Um, oddly enough, every single person I follow on Letterboxd is rated this the same, including you. Literally everyone. Because I think it's very... It's very easy to like this movie a lot up until the mm -hmm. last 20 minutes. And that last yep. 20 minutes, I know we keep harping on it, but it's the... It, it kills this movie. It, it destroys anything good that the, the first half did... And, and it leaves you with this horrible aftertaste in your mouth. Like, why did I just waste my time on this? Even if it is not even 90 minutes. By all means, if we're if we're harping on the ending too much here, that's fine. But uh, and feel free to cut this. But I do have one more thing to say about the ending. The presumption that he's going to stay in this house without child services, snatching his ass right off into an orphanage. The, the idea where she's like, every creek, you're going to wonder if it's me. Every shadow that moves. Bitch, this kid is about to end up in a home with 25 other neglected children. There's no fucking way he's going to be worried about whether or not you're creeping your gangly ass around the halls at night. I didn't take it that way at all. I took it I more, did. more of like... Uh, I'm going to find you wherever you end up. Not that you, not you need to be in this house in order for me to terrorize you. That's how I took it. Works. She's locked in the cellar. I, well, no, cause she said, she says the line. Do you really think that this is going to keep me in here? So that's just to leave it open for a sequel. We're going to, well, I mean, that's the, that's sequel, the sequel to this is oh, going to be God. Gollum meets Annie. Oh God. I didn't the even think about to, a sequel. The oh. sequel to this is Gollum meets Annie. 
Dude, I can't describe enough how excited I was for this movie when I saw that trailer. Everything the trailer shows makes it look awesome and right up my uh -huh. alley. And I was so happy while I was watching it. And then it all just falls apart. God damn it. God fucking damn it. All right. You're well, welcome. let's get into ratings then. Um, do you want to go ahead and go first here? Final thoughts and ratings? Nah. No. No? Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I will give this. God, it's so hard, man. Well, do you want to know what you gave it on Letterboxd? God, I was drunk. I didn't even know I reviewed this on Letterboxd. You, you didn't. You just rated it. That sounds like me. What did I give it? Brett Miss, which is Brett on Letterboxd, <laughs> by the way. And he just loves it. Oh, hey, look at the, the blood. Too. Look at the blood at the top whenever, because uh, it's Halloween. That doesn't oh, usually cool. happen. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so you gave this a 7 out of 10. Oof, no, no, absolutely not, no. Um, if we are, because I have to rate this as like a, an overall thing, don't well, I? Well, this is also your second time watching it, so I'm not yeah. I'm not surprised that you're going to rate it differently. Well, I also watched it sober, and so there was, there was that too. Because I remember having issues with the ending when I first watched it. I did not have these issues. I believe my biggest issue when I first watched it was the presumption that he's not going to get hauled off into the child services system. Um, that, that was actually my biggest issue with the ending. Um, I, I, I am going to give this... I have to rate this like with the ending factored in, correct? I can't give this like a... Yeah. That's, that's okay. what I did. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Whoa, that's the end, low. The, wow. The, 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 the ending, the ending um, now that we're kind of like revisiting it, it everything, um, the ending really fucks this whole thing up. It really, really fucks this whole thing up. And and maybe that's a little, maybe that's a little, uh, nah, I guess it's not, because it's not below average, is it? No, it's really not. It's, it's really not. Average. No. Um, I'll give it a six out of ten. It's still above average too. I'll give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten, I think, is fair because the majority of this movie is really, really good. Um, the ending just it makes that's what I'm. That's why I said four out of ten to begin with because the ending really just comes out of nowhere, man. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with six out of ten. Okay, well, uh, for me, I, I showed you my Letterboxd review already. I, I really, really, really fucking wanted to love this going into it. I thought, no way I'm going to dislike this. I had seen all the ratings of the people I follow and my friends on Letterboxd. And I thought, oh, that's kind of a bummer that everybody whose opinion I mostly respect, I, I, I'm, I'm seeing them rate it at like a five, six, and a seven. Um now, with that being said, I think that the beginning half of this is so goddamn strong, even the point like where they show the three corpse Halloween decorations when, you know, and three teenagers show up and get killed. Like there's stuff like that in here that is so well fucking done, but all of it gets fucking erased by the ending. But not enough for me to bring it down a lot. I Like I said earlier, before the ending happened, I was sitting at like a nine on this movie because I was thinking the entire time, if I was going to shoot a horror movie, this is how I would shoot it. This is how I was. I would light it. I thought you were going to say shoot a horse. If I was going to shoot a horse, it'd be in the fucking head and then kick it 
and kick it and kick it. No, there's um, a metaphor for that. <laughs> but no, the entire time I was watching it, I was thinking if I was going to shoot a horror movie, I would shoot it like this. I would light it like this. I would want the people that are in this in it. Like all of the elements are there. The director did a pretty good job up until we see the fucking sister and and she comes out and starts murdering everybody for literally no reason. And it's not the fact that the sister comes out and murders everybody done a different way. That probably would have been fine. It's the 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 way they do it and make her just the girl from the ring. And and and. I, I just it just doesn't feel original. I was expecting it. I wasn't shocked by it. It fell flat and it really made me bring it down. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a seven out of ten, which I know is still high. But I think this is still a good movie and I will yep. rewatch it. And I think it's a great Halloween movie. So I, too. I just can't give it anything higher than a seven because that ending just fucks it up so much. Well, if you so more much. Than a seven, I'd have no respect for you at all. So seven's good. Yeah. So have you seen Cobweb? What did you think about it? Let us know down in the comments, because I know that this is a movie you're either going to love, you're going to hate. Um, I think that there's a reason this didn't do better and that I hadn't really heard anybody talk about it, uh, which was surprising before I had seen it. But now that I've seen it, I get it. So let us know what you thought about this movie down in the comments. If you like this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we got a lot more content like this on the channel. Uh, thank you to all the love that last video that we posted got. Yeah, that, I, yeah, dude. It's, it was shocking how like supportive people were for what we were saying. And considering that we you, didn't but quite I, get that I, same response on the video on that same topic last time, uh, it was it was a good surprise. I kept refreshing the comments going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Actually, it was a little bit more bipolar than it was, uh, oh, uh, oh. But uh. I know there's quite a few new subs here from that last video, so thank you. This is more usually along the lines of stuff that we do, like more movie review type stuff. We also yell about how shitty Hollywood is. So... Stick around, tell your friends if you problems. like this. We also put all of these episodes up on Spotify, so you can just search From the Deep on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. That is something I don't mention enough. Um, and yeah, thank you for getting all the way to the end of this. You're a real fucking hero if you got all the way to the end of this, you fucker. And yeah, we'll see you next time, From the Deep. Bye-bye. <laughs> we love you. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch.